thinking about this a podcast dedicated to helping listeners feel less alone by bringing up topics related to our daily life relatable stories and sharing some insight my name is nadira so welcome to the old listeners and new listeners uh i want both of you guys new and old listeners to feel seen heard and validated in your thoughts and feelings so join us on this journey of self-discovery and become the most authentic version of yourself in today's episode i would like to discussing about my personal story of how i survived toxic relationships as we all know that toxic relationships are more common than we would like to admit and unfortunately i was in one myself It took me a long time to recognize that my relationship was unhealthy and even longer to find the strength to live it. Um, it's not easy to live a toxic relationship because, you know, we have biases. We thought that we loved the person. Um, we had some certain expectation. Oh, they might be changed. They would change one day. And like what's more dangerous is that we believe that Um, they would change and that what we feel is invalid because this toxic relationship I'm going to talk about is involves uh, a severe gaslighting and this gaslighting is basically a person who try to manipulate your reality until you doubt yourself and then it goes back at you and you're thinking like oh my god is it me who overreacted is it really Uh, me who forgot what has happened uh, is the reality so much different am I delusional you know like so many layer of you doubting yourself so in this post um, in this podcast uh, I want to share uh, my story of surviving a toxic relationship and the lessons I learned from it so basically my ex-partner was someone who behaved fair and constantly like It's one moment uh, he would be kind and loving. The next, they would be cold and distant. And of course, this was uh, particularly confusing because I needed to figure out what to expect. I found myself walking on eggshells, trying to avoid triggering their unpredictable behavior. One of the coping mechanisms that I had is that I withdraw myself. So I used to take some time away from him i asked to i don't know sometimes i cancel plans because i just simply couldn't handle the meeting and i just couldn't handle the roller coaster of emotions and the vibe that he brought into when we are together i'm i'm a highly sensitive person so I absorb people's emotion uh, very intensely. So what he did, because also I have feelings, is affecting me so much. So yeah, I used to take some time from him. And it becoming a huge problem. 
uh, he tied it into something like, "Oh, you don't love me. Uh, that's wrong. Uh, nobody, if you love someone, nobody would do what you do." And then he somehow always gaslighting me by saying, "You were so roller coaster. Today you're fine. Tomorrow you're not fine. Today you're fine. Tomorrow you need time." Though actually the reason why I need time is because he is inconsistent and that I got confused and I got frustrated and I just need to be grounded and I need to be myself again because again, like I, I, I doubt myself a lot in this relationship. So in addition to his inconsistency, my ex-partner uh, used gaslighting as their love language. So... As I mentioned earlier, gaslighting is a form of emotional abuse involving manipulating someone into questioning their sanity. You have no idea how much I doubt myself when I was with him. Like, I doubt sanity a lot. So, my ex-partner would often twist my words and turn the conversation around to make me feel like I was the problem. Uh, as, as simple as taking time uh, is becoming a huge problem and it was nearly impossible to converse peacefully with them because they always seem to be on the defensive mode so it's impossible for me at that time it was impossible for me at that time to have a peaceful conversation with him like explaining how he has been affecting me uh, and because it always like a boomerang to me, like it always come back to me. So being in a toxic relationship caused my anxiety levels uh, to skyrocket. I have anxiety by the um, that's one thing I'm I'm struggling for. But lately I've been doing really good. I do therapy. I take some meds. So I've been doing really good until I met him. I constantly worry about what he would do or say next. Uh, I'm always on edge and waiting for the other shoe to drop. Trust me, it was a hell. It was a total disaster. I would have panic attacks daily, you know, like I woke up with my heart beating like super fast. And I don't know what has gotten into me. I thought it was really my anxiety, but turns out it's my body trying to give me signal that I'm not safe, that I am actually abused. And the longer I stayed in the relationship, the worse my systems become. So as time passed, my anxiety and panic attacks become more intense and frequent, and I felt uh, thoroughly exhausted and drained from the constant state of heightened anxiety. I would wake up feeling anxious and my anxiety will follow me throughout the day, making it really difficult to concentrate or focus on anything else, especially I work from home and uh, it's nearly impossible for me to focus on my task. So. Of course, at that, at that point of time, I attempted to seek help from him. But, you know, I was often met with hurtful responses that invalidate my, 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 my feelings. He would tell me that I was too much or accusing me of overreacting, 
belittling my uh, words, making me feel like my emotions were invalid and that I wasn't enough. So despite my attempts to withdraw to protect my well-being, my partner continued to blame me for the in, in, for the instability in our relationship. He even made my need for a time into an issue, like I mentioned earlier in this podcast. So it caused me f- to feel really guilty for prioritizing my mental health, you know, and. Adding to the hurtful responses I received when seeking help from him, my like he always failed to offer support when I faced hardships. Instead, he would tell me he didn't understand or couldn't relate to what I was going through. Like he literally said, "I don't understand what you're going through. I don't understand that." And well, it seems like he doesn't want to understand. But you know, like it's been going on for a while. I mean, I thought like didn't you care enough for me by looking what is going on, what I'm struggle with. I just, I don't know. At the point of time, I just wanted to have a loving partner, and that because of his inconsistency, that I didn't know that it was because of him. I felt really bad all every single day and when i seek help it just it it never succeeded it's always becoming a problem that coming from me so he made the impression that i am the one who create a problem in, in our relationship so it really causing me that my feeling and emotion are invalid and that I wasn't enough and so he even made my need for a time into an issue causing me to feel guilty and for prioritizing my mental health so adding to this created an environment where I felt trapped and unable to express myself or seek help when needed fully I want all the pot squad here to remember that it's important to remember that seeking support and prioritizing your mental health should never be seen as a weakness or a problem. It's okay to set boundaries to protect your well-being. So, looking back, I learned a lot from this experience. I would like to share some of the lessons that I took away from my toxic relationship. Okay, number one, recognize the signs. If you frequently feel like you're walking on eggshells, constantly second-guessing yourself or experiencing anxiety around your partner, it might be the time to reevaluate the relationship. In my experience, being in contact with my partner often triggered a physical response in my body, leaving me feeling like I was in danger. It was as if my body was warning me to stay away from this person and avoid any interactions that might harm me. 
So please remember recognizing the signs of a toxic relationship and acknowledging its impact on your mental health and physical health is the first step towards healing and creating healthy boundaries. So do not hesitate to seek help from trusted loved ones like your friends or professional help if you struggle to navigate a toxic relationship alone. Number two, trust your gut. Trusting your intuition is a valuable skill that can save you from my from many heartache. Like nobody knows you better than yourself and your intuition can be a powerful tool in helping you to navigate the relationship. So if you sense that something is off, pay attention to that feeling. In my own experience, I often had a nagging feeling that something was wrong. Like I don't know, it's just something is off and uh, but I couldn't quite put my finger on it at that time. It, well, it it wasn't until I later I discovered that my ex-partner had been lying and cheating on me all along. It's another story how I find out. But looking back, I realized that it turns out it wasn't my anxiety. That was my intuition was trying to warn me about the situation that I wished I had listened to it sooner. Remember that your intuition is a valuable guide and it's important to trust yourself and your instincts. So do not ignore that nagging feeling if you have one or brush it aside as paranoia. It's not. It's never. It never is. Like So please take the time to investigate and ask questions if something doesn't feel right in your relationship. Ultimately, your intuition can help you make the best decision for your well-being. Okay. Number three, prioritize your well-being. It's easy to lose sight of your well-being in a toxic relationship. So remember to take care of yourself first and foremost. And in my experience, taking time alone, cutting off contact with my ex-partner, and using the time to reflect was incredibly helpful. It wasn't an immediate fix, but being able to regain a sense of control and clarity was essential for my sanity in the relationship. So always, always, always remember, you deserve to prioritize your health and happiness, and it's okay to take a step back when you need it. Okay, tips number four, seek support. Don't be afraid to contact friends, family, or professional for help. Having a support system can make all the difference. I remember that back then I told my ex-partner that I was reaching out to my friends and sharing my feelings with them. Uh, and, you know, like he said something like, well, your friends could be biased. Like, it's not the right time. It's, it's, it's not the right way for me to share of what happened. Just to... Because, you know, like, I doubt my sanity. I feel like I'm getting crazy and I don't even know which is true anymore. I don't know who to believe anymore. Is it myself or him? So, yeah. Like, I seek help from my friends to... Like, close friends, yeah? Uh, the one that you really 
like have bonded with and then that you trust um it was a way to validate uh the emotions and feel less alone in the struggles so um yeah despite his comments about my friends could be biased and etc etc i knew that their support was important and helped me stay grounded um the next is remember that you deserve better no one deserves to be in a toxic relationship you deserve to be with someone who treats you with love and respect and when i say respect it's the genuine respect okay let me explain something respect in a relationship goes beyond fidelity it's not only solely about oh my partner is loyal to me so he he respect me no that's the bare minimum everyone in relationship has to be loyal but it entails honoring your partner's opinions and allowing them to express themselves it means communicating with your partner respectfully and avoiding behaviors or actions that might cause them distress or hurt that it involves thinking before you speak listening to your partner with an open mind and showing support as their biggest fan so genuine respect requires understanding and empathizing with your partner's feelings regardless of whether you agree with them and it takes effort to demonstrate respect in relationship constantly so because it's a vital aspect of healthy and loving relationship in short respect is love and it's essential to cultivate and maintain in any relationship so if you're currently single and hesitant about starting a new relationship there are some helpful uh tips that i read from dr nicole lepera that she recently shared on twitter uh these signs uh can be beneficial in preventing a potentially toxic relationship and ensuring both partners are ready for commitment emotional commitment isn't someone everyone is capable of creating even though our society would have us believe it's for everyone some people are not emotionally available or seeking to commit to someone it's excruciating when someone says that they are ready but are not able to follow through it's important to understand that people communicate most clearly through their actions not words so here are some red flags that show a person might not be ready to commit there are seven signs someone is not ready for commitment number one their words don't match their actions they have a pattern of saying things and not following through number two they're wishy-washy one minute they seem very into the relationship and the next minute they are unsure you feel like you can read them this is exactly what i'm experiencing in my past relationship number three they are emotionally immature when upset or in conflict they lash out or shut down or they take no ownership on and consistently blame everything on you blaming here could be gaslighting manipulating uh so many form number four they have hidden a significant part of their lives they are left out that they are i don't know like married maybe or didn't tell you they had children 
he do what they do for work, etc. This shows they are not ready to be transparent. Number five, they are unwilling to compromise. Oh my God, tell me about it. <laughs> Everything must be their way or meet their expectations. So this is also a sign a person is not ready to share their life with someone. Number six, they are incredibly impulsive. This often seems fun in the beginning or spontaneous. Be careful on this one. But with time, you realize that they make rash decisions and rarely consider how this would impact you. The last number seven, they don't know how to communicate. It's obvious that people who doesn't understand mental health or they just not ready in a relationship or that they are, I don't know, have some narcissistic tendencies in their actions and some inconsistencies in their actions. They struggle to communicate and get frustrated when you ask them to talk things through. So having communication is the foundation of healthy relationship. If your partner couldn't do it, that's a massive red flag. I would say run. <laughs> Move on. Anyways, that's it for now. That's all for now. I hope that this podcast serves as a reminder for everyone, including myself. Toxic relationships can profoundly impact our mental health and well-being. And it's essential to recognize the signs and take action before it's too late. So always remember to prioritize your well-being and seek help if needed. You deserve to be in a healthy and supportive relationship. And do not settle for anything less. So that's all for today's episode. I hope you can gain, uh, happy that you enjoyed the discussion and that you found some valuable tips and insight to help you navigate the relationship if you are currently in one or if you are not currently in a relationship, maybe you can do some reflections and make sure you will not do the same mistake in the future. As always, I would love to hear your feedback and suggestions for future episodes. Uh, what topics would you like me to explore? What guests would you like me to hear from? So let me know by sending me a message on Instagram at I was thinking about this or by leaving a review on your favorite podcast platform. This will support the podcast and maybe share this podcast to someone who you think might benefit from this podcast. Finally, I'd like to thank our listener for tuning in and supporting the show. I couldn't do this without you and I am so grateful for your continued support and engagement. Please, please, please subscribe, follow and keep listening. Well, until next time, stay tuned for more episodes of I Was Thinking About This. Take care and have a great day. Bye.